Ginger Gerald, you lucky bastard, is a podcast about the reality of a Brit living overseas. A combination of experiences and anecdotes, this pod is both entertaining and insightful and will almost certainly enrich your life. As the title suggests, this pod does contain the odd expletive. everyone and a very warm welcome to the very first episode of the very first series of my brand new podcast Ginger Gerald you lucky bastard and I'm your host the one and only Ginger Gerald himself now if you've had a little look at my trailer you'll have an idea of what this podcast is going to be all about if you haven't then maybe take a quick look now and then come back to this episode okay or if you like don't bother To be honest, it really won't be very hard to catch up. To begin this entire journey, I need to give you all a little bit of context. So, close your eyes, unless you're driving, of course, and enjoy the story. Once upon a time, quite a few years ago now, we were just going about our daily existence, living as happy as Larry on the south coast of England. We had a lovely house, a sea view on a clear day, We had family and friends all around us, and I had my beloved big old red Toyota Previa on the driveway, always ready for camping and adventures. So, all was hunky-dory, and we had no need to change anything whatsoever. We didn't need to run away from anyone, not the police or the taxman. There was no axe murderer hunting us down. So what happened? Why change? Well, the catalyst was very simple. Redundancy. Now, I'm hardly the first or last person in the world to be made redundant. And, to be honest, I was pretty confident, maybe even a little bit cocky, some might say, that I'd be able to walk into another job pretty easily in a reasonable length of time. So I did what I think most people do when they get a little bit of redundancy money. I blew a big chunk of it on a month away with my family to Guatemala and Mexico. Now, before I go on, I better let you know who we are. So let me introduce you just quickly to my family. They'll come up regularly throughout the podcast. I love them all to bits, and I'm sure you'll get to know and love them too. They'll probably give me a bit of a hard time, depending which stories I choose to talk about on this podcast. But hey, we'll see how it goes, eh? First of all, my wife. I'll refer to her henceforth as T. T and I have been married now for 22 years, so she often reminds me that Ginger Gerald really is a lucky bastard. When I got maybe redundant, we were both in our early 40s. Then we have two daughters, R and M. They were, at the time of the redundancy, they were 17 and 13. And then their baby brother, EJ, who was just turning five back then. So... He wasn't quite as tall as I am now. So, we were all super excited about this holiday. We bought new swimmers, we got mozzie spray and sun cream, we got our backpacks sorted. I made sure I had my adventurer trousers nice and neatly rolled up. You know, the ones with a million pockets for all sorts of stuff you don't really need. I couldn't go anywhere without them until 
sea eventually found them and threw them away. Anyway, off we went to Central America. Just as we were boarding in Gatwick, I sort of half mentioned, half mumbled to T that I might just have organised a small informal chat with my old boss while we were away, just for old time's sake. He'd been living in Mexico already for some time. T's response? Have you now? And that was that. Nothing more was said. What a fabulous experience that whole family trip was. Pyramids, jungles, tiny plane rides in electric storms, a ghost in our room, beaches, beautiful warm people and great food. And at five foot seven and a bit, I felt pretty tall to be honest, as we watched the Semana Santa parade in Antigua de Guatemala. Even now, we still often refer back to that trip and in many ways, it defined the paths that we were all going to take later in life. Anyway, I'm not here to show you the photos or to bore you with all the holiday details. We did our trip. I had my informal chat and home we went for life to continue as it had been. My focus had to be on getting another job. The redundancy money was not that generous. So I was looking at jobs in Brighton, maybe in Creepy Crawley where I'd previously been working. I was hoping I wouldn't need to go as far as London. A little ironic as it turned out. Then an email alert popped up. You have mail. Remember that? Dear Ginger Gerald. Well, I didn't really say that, but it would have been funny if it had, wouldn't it? Dear Ginger Gerald, we would like to offer you the position of Chief Twat, based in Cancun, Mexico. Starting date, as soon as you can make it. Hmm. See? I've got a text. Shit, that informal little chat had mushroomed into potentially life-changing moments. And not just for me. This isn't simply about a job. In fact, the job was very much secondary. This was about all of our lives. This was going to affect all of our immediate family and all of our extended families. Okay, so now it's decision time. D-Day. And ultimately, of course, it was down to T and myself to take that decision. I can't quite remember, but maybe we had a drink or two. Maybe it was cold and miserable outside. And just possibly we were influenced by the fantastic experience we just had on our month-long trip. But don't think for one minute that holidays and travelling to a certain destination or country is the same thing as living there. Anyway, we came to the conclusion quite quickly that we might regret it if we don't go. And we, that's all of us, may never get this opportunity again. So, without some real difficulty, of course, and real heart-wrenching, we locked in our final decision. Andale! Vamos a México! So now, panic set in. And lists started coming out of our ears, starting with A, the kids. Right, EJ was four or five years old, so he didn't get a say. Done. However, M and R not quite so straightforward at their stages. Both teenagers, lots of mixed emotions, excitement mixed with a fear of the unknown. And what about family? And what about leaving friends? What about school? A-levels next year for R, 
You can probably imagine the mixed emotions they went through at that time. Maybe we'll get them on later in the series so they can explain for themselves what they really felt. I might get a bit of a hammering, though. And B, the mother-in-law. Right. Do you remember a few minutes ago I mentioned that we weren't running away from an axe murderer? Well, I was lying. Things have just changed. Taking someone's grandchildren away permanently to the other side of the Atlantic was a big thing, is a big thing. And not just the mother-in-law, but all of our family, extended and otherwise, our friends, the kids' friends, their friends' parents, their friends' teachers, their teachers, the list just goes on and on. And many of them genuinely thought we were mad. We definitely lost friends because of the decision, and people were not slow to tell us what we should do, or more to the point, what we shouldn't do. So when I hear people say, you're so lucky, or you lucky bastard living in Cancun, or Mallorca, or Singapore, or Paris, or Miami, or wherever it might be, I think back to those days, and I think back to that time, and I wonder, where did the luck come into all of this? Is redundancy lucky? Unless, of course, you get a life-changing payout, that is, which we didn't. We didn't win the lottery. We're still trying for that. We didn't pass go and collect £200. We just got offered a job that happened to be a long way from our home. And we decided collectively to take it. So, once Carm was restored, and even if they didn't like it, people did start to get used to the idea that we were off. So we needed a plan. And believe me, there's a fuck of a lot to do. Don't let people tell you otherwise. Anyway, we divvied it up very nicely. I got all of the lovely and exciting bits. Looking for a new house for us. Well, all right, balls that one up, but I'll tell you about that later. I was starting a new job that was exciting. I was looking for schools, finding places and people to play football and tennis with. So off I went pretty quickly and started to try and build the foundations of what was going to be our new life. Meanwhile, T stayed on in the UK a little longer. To be honest, she got all the shit stuff. Closing everything down, selling everything or shoving it into storage. Don't get me started on storage. I could do a whole chapter on storage facilities around the world. Now they really are a bunch of bastards. Anyway, and perhaps the toughest of all, the kids had to be mentally prepared for this monumental change of life. When the day came, finally, for them to board their own plane, to be honest, I didn't know if they were going to get on it or if they weren't going to get on it. To be honest, until they arrived, I didn't know they had got on it. Well, of course, I wasn't there, but you can imagine the emotions, the tears. In fact, the only other day I can remember there being just as much howling as there must have been that day, maybe even more to be honest, was some nine years later on the day we chose to leave Mexico behind and move to Spain. We'll come on to that move later in the series. I can't cope with both of them at the same time. My emotions won't deal with it. But suffice to say, these moves, these big moves, they don't get any easier. So what do you reckon, guys? Did we do the right thing or did we do the wrong thing? Should we have stayed or should we have gone? Had we really gone and cocked everything up for us and importantly for our family just because we fancied a few margaritas and tacos? 
Or conversely, had we opened the door to a new, magical and rich world of exciting experiences, different cultures, languages and people? Is there even a right and wrong answer to that question? So, Ginger Gerald, am I really a lucky bastard? Well, I think so, yes. So, that's all for today, folks. That's your introduction. That was D-Day. But I can't wait to really get into this journey with you. There's just so much to share. So, if you've enjoyed this very first short episode, then please pass the pod. Tell your mates and families all about Ginger Gerald and get them listening in. Look out for next week's edition. I'll be popping these out on a weekly basis. Next week, we're going to talk about that lovely British theme of the weather. I think the episode will probably be called Sweating Like Buggery, but I haven't decided yet. Thank Thank you, Ginger Gerald, for enriching our lives.